Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to Mtunuwatu. A bi-weekly production where we discuss social justice, religion, humanity, and culture. Mtuniwatu is a Swahili proverb that means a person is people. The proverb is used to remind people the importance of teamwork. Individually, we are weak, but together we are strong. Welcome. Thank you, everyone, and thank you for joining this uh, podcast today and this episode, I guess. <coughs> and today we want to talk about growing up in an African household as a girl, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Like people, uh, especially in America, people don't understand what's, what, what does that really mean? Like if you're a child, you're a child in any household. You just have to go normally as every child. But there's a huge, huge, huge difference between <coughs> growing up in an African uh, household as a girl and in an American household or, or in another household. So today I just want to uh, talk to you guys. Uh, I know Christina and, and uh, uh, Maria, you guys are African girls and grew up in a in an African household and probably have a lot to say about the differences and the, the challenges uh, of being an African girl when growing up in that type of a household. So my first question is, what are the challenges gr- growing up in an African household as a girl? That's, that's the first question I wanted to pose to you guys and see where... What are your thoughts? What What is this differences or oh, challenges, I guess? So first disclaimer, <clears throat> this is me and Maria's um, experiences and challenges and things. This does not account for anyone else who is an African growing up in an African household. So yes. we might not have the same things, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, just disclaimer. That's our life. Awesome. So what is your what are some of these challenges you've dealt with from from birth? So <laughs> <laughs> do we have all day? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean there are many challenges that I experienced growing up in an African household and starting off like just back home in Africa and um Every, like, everybody is different. I grew up with in a household where it was just me, my dad, and my siblings because my mother had passed away. And I think that added some more challenge to it being a, a girl um, without a mother in a household like that. Yeah. So I think I had, I felt like the challenge was growing up really fast and not having much of a childhood. And I feel like I grew up a little too fast um, and had to had some responsibilities that as a child now, now that I'm grown up, I can see like as a child, I probably shouldn't have been given those responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Maria? Mm, um, 
for me, it was kind of different, um, kind of similar to Christina, but also different. Um, I grew up with like a, a, sing, a single mom, so a lot of stuff were were left on me when um, when I was growing up. Um, but I think like in general, I feel like a lot of African girls, especially for me, myself, I feel like we're made to grow up faster than what we're supposed to do. Yeah. We're we're not able to enjoy being a child, but we are made to start learning how to like how to cook, how to like keep the household clean, how to take care of our younger siblings, even though that's not our job when we're still young ourselves. So we're made to grow up so fast instead of enjoying um, just being a, just being a kid. And I felt like that's something that was a challenge to me because I would see. Even like coming to America, because I came to America when I was nine years old, so I was still pretty young. So when I came here and I started seeing like these kids just, you know, just being a kid and just laughing and playing with their friends, that's something that I didn't have. I didn't have friends when I was when I was um, back in Africa. The only friends that I have was my little brother (laughs) and he's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So I never really had that, you know just being I never had that luxury of just being a child and just play around and just be carefree but I always had to wake up early in the morning clean the house make sure that my little brother is awake make sure that he's taken care of my mom would already be at work by then um so I would like I have to make my little brother food. I would have to make food so that my mom, when she comes back, she has something to eat. I had to go and see my grandpa and my and my grandma, make sure that they need anything. So you were made to grow up so early and, you know, act as adults when we're just kids. So yeah. that luxury of just being a kid is something that I never had. And, and, and I'm sure a lot, of pe- a lot of other African girls probably, you know, felt the same. So I would say that's one of the biggest challenges growing up. Yeah. So did that happen to the boys too or just the girls? No, I don't think I feel like I feel like the girls growing up like the girls are made to do a lot than the boys. The boys, you would be cleaning around the house and they're just walking around or just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Where they could be helping or like helping out, but our parents or like our grand or our grandmother wouldn't like that wouldn't be proper or like respectful <laughs> if um my uh, my cousin would help out with chores. That would be like disrespectful because he's a guy. I didn't. I never understood that until this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a little weird there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, so how are girls perceived in an African household? Like, you know, you guys are talking about all the challenges. How are they perceived? And do you think that's that's one of the causes of all the challenges you go through or what? Um, well, girls, I feel like in an African household, in my opinion, girls are perceived as, um, we're seen as, you know, we're supposed to learn all these things in order to get married. And I think that's the that's the main goal. That's the end goal of our lives. We We grow up, we learn how to cook, how to care for a household, and then we get married and care for our own households and have kids. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with like the challenges that we faced because you're made to grow up so so early because back then, you know, girls were getting married off at like 14, 15, yeah. 16, you know, really young. So, you know, you grow up really fast, so you were you were seen fit to get married. 
and to have kids. Just because you can do dishes and can cook. So mm-hmm. now you are prepared for marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can take care of your household. <laughs> you can take care of your own. So if Only that's all it took to be married. Right. Exactly. <laughs> marriage is so complicated. It's a lot more than dishes mm-hmm. and laundry. Yeah. And yeah. I also think that females, like girls in an African household, they're like perceived to be weak. Like, you know, we can't handle ourselves when you when like when we're out there by ourselves. Like I, I know like growing up and even till now, we're not allowed to go out out by ourselves. Like when we were in high school, even middle school, like Daniel would have the privilege of going out with his friends and he's just fine. He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to ask permission. He can go and come back uh, like whatever hour of the day that he wants to come back home. No one lectures him. No one says anything. My little brother, he little brother, I emphasize, <laughs> would go out with his friend, come back. Like I would see, I would sit on the chair waiting for him to come back home around nine nine p.m. ten p.m. He will come back home. Nobody says anything. Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. I'm fine. I go out there, <laughs> come back at eight p.m. And I get this whole lecture of why did I go out there? Why did I come back late? What did you do? Did it this, this and that, this and this. So I feel like we're, we're made to perceive as like damsel in distress. Like if we go out there, we're going to get hurt. Um, we're not going to know how to handle ourselves and not made to, you know, they just, they just look at us as just weak people. Like if we go out there, we're just going to die instead of <laughs> knowing that, you know, we are strong. We can handle ourselves just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, weird. that's that's funny. <clears throat> so, why are the girls treated differently in the African household? Then, what what is, what is the logic behind that? I really oh. don't even know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like like the girls. Hmm, I feel like for us girls, I feel like we have. I want to say like. We can we can bring honor to the family, or we can bring shame to the family. I feel like that's why that, that's how they see it. Yeah. So let's say if we don't do what our parents say, like stay in, stay inside, don't go out there, don't always like go out, out go out with your friends or like socialize and all that stuff. If you go out there, you're probably gonna meet a guy and yeah. you're gonna start doing bad things. People are gonna see like, people gonna like people who know your family <laughs> are gonna see you and they're gonna be like, I saw your child at a party, you know, she's bringing shame to the family. Mm-hmm. So we can either bring shame or bring honor to the family. And the only way that they see us bring honor to the family is if we do what they say stay inside, learn to cook, clean, be a good wife, and then be merry and bring honor to the family. That's the that's the only that that's the only way that I would I would think. So marriage sense. is honor to the family? Like if you get married the so right way. The right way. The right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get married the right way, then then you bring honor to the family. Yeah. And of course bring children, right? Yeah. And of course yeah bring children. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> After, like, you get married. Yes. <laughs> but do you guys think it is it necessary to have all these different roles and duties for boys and girls in a household? Like, like in your own opinion? I think no. I don't think we should have different roles. Because um, being a girl and being a boy, we're, we already know that we're different and we'll have to, like, be responsible for different things because yeah. just, you know, the gender that we are. But I feel like some of the things that we learned 
to do or that we were told to do um that only us girls were doing i feel like those are things that everybody should know how to do it's basic life skills that everybody should know a boy should also learn how to cook because you're not always going to have a woman in your life Mm -hmm. and a girl like should also learn how to drive or how to do other things you know fix a car like (laughs) yeah do other things so that you know we know those things because those are basic life things that we will need to know regardless. So Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like most of the things that we were taught growing up when we were little, it's the same thing that um, my little brother should be, you know, should have been learning. Even my cousin Daniel, like there's something that he could have learned. Like he started learning how to cook when he was like in his 20s. Wow. I mean, he's a lot better at it now, but like imagine if he was taught he was taught at at a young age things probably would have been different so there's a lot of things that you know a lot of african boys can also learn growing up that not only a girl should always do in the household by herself yeah yeah Yeah. and not to depend on a woman Mm -hmm. bring in like oh just if i get married then i'll have somebody around to cook for me and to clean for me that's not what your wife is there for you know, that's not. <laughs> oh, I'm not here to cook and clean for you, my yeah. friend. Yeah. I do that because I love you. I don't do that because yeah, that's, that's what yeah. my job. No, yeah. So you know, we take on. We should be able to take on those responsibilities together. You know. You know, in Kenya, there's like some tribes that don't even allow girls to ride bicycles. Oh, like mm-mm. if you're a girl, why? What you're you're riding a bicycle and you're a girl. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But like, why though? Why wouldn't there? Because it's just so boyish. What? It's boyish yeah. to ride a bicycle. Yeah, it's like you're riding a bicycle and you're a girl. There's some tribes. There's some some tribes that don't allow that. If you're a girl, you just can't do that. Like so it's weird. it's just so strange to me sometimes. You know, like why 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 can't they ride a bicycle? They can just ride. Anybody can ride a bicycle. Because they'll run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about the technicality. You've got to wear a dress and ride a bicycle. Like that is. Difficult. Some people do it. Like in Africa, there's oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah. you yeah. can touch there's everything, but there yeah. is a skill, an extra skill needed <laughs> to wear a dress while riding a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, but that you just have to figure out how yeah, you know, yeah. and, 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 uh, and but it shouldn't be hard. like there's a rule that you can't ride yeah, a bicycle for a girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's just weird. Yeah. So, what effect does this this have on girls in African household? Like all these weird things and superficial roles that they put on them. I feel like it causes you to be stressed. Yeah. I feel like I was stressed a lot for most of my life because of that. Yeah. Because you just get so many responsibilities put on you, and like you're growing up so fast, and you don't know. Half of this stuff, you don't even know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You don't understand it. Yeah. And um, you see, like, other people and how they live, and you're like, wow. You know, how come, like, they get to live like that? And I can't do that because I have this and this to to figure out and this and this to do. So I feel like it just stresses you out. It uh, makes you feel like you're unable to do certain things. Because you're a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't 
go out for things that you don't even know like if you'll be good at but you don't go for it because it's like i'm a girl i probably can't do that so it just puts limits in your life and it stresses you out a lot yeah it definitely puts limits in your life for sure Mm. and it does bring on a lot of stress i find it like even now it's still difficult for us um even like the friends that we have, they sometimes don't understand why, you know, we can't go out on days that, you know, we would have plans to go out somewhere, but then <laughs> something else in the family will come along that we can't we can't leave the house just because they, they tell us that we can't leave the house. So when we tell our friends that, I'm like, oh, you could just, you know, you're, you know, you're old enough. You can, no, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot leave the house <laughs> because what happens, what's going on in the family is more important. So we have to focus on that. So we would always like cancel our plans just because there's something going on that um, we have to take care of. Or let's say mom or somebody, an older adult will like go out and we have to stay home and like watch the kids or just watch the house itself (laughs) so it's there's definitely limits to your life growing up as an african girl um there's not a lot of things that you can do um the luxury of just like going out and just experiencing the world is very limited um you can only go out when you're like with your family (laughs) and you can stay out like past one o'clock but as long as you're with your family it's fine but But if you're alone No. It's not possible. Yeah. And I feel like my, a lot of my high school friends must have thought, like, oh, my God, Tina's such a bad friend. Because anytime they would ask me to do anything or go out for, like, birthday parties or go out for, like, things like this and that, I couldn't go. Like, and they must have been like, wow, <laughs> like, she just, well, she always can't go or she always has plans or she Sometimes I just didn't have plans. It's because I knew if I even had asked. I wouldn't even be able to go. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that those kind of things limited you from growing up socially? Yeah, yeah. a lot of most like, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you just feel it's I'm not growing socially. I don't know how to socialize with other people. Cause, That's me. Yeah. That's me for sure. Because yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to talk to people. Even like yeah, it's it's hard for me to talk to people. Period. Because let's say, and then my mom yelled at me for this. When I'm when I'm not able to talk to people, I'm like, this is how, how you raise me. You raise me to just be in the house and socialize with the people that I know. Yeah. And when you when I, when we go up there and I'm meeting new people, I don't know how to talk to them. I really don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how I manage at work, honestly, because just talking, having to, that eye to eye contact and having like carry on a conversation with people, it's hard for me. Yeah. It's really hard for me. And I'm like, I'm a huge introvert. Like I cannot. Like pull myself out there and start talking like you do, Uncle Julius. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> especially it's hard for me. It's really hard for yeah. me. If somebody's standing right there beside me and like you know we're both talking together, it's fine. But as as like as soon as that person leaves and I'm I, I'm just by myself, I'm quiet. You don't know. I, I can't. I can't. So that's that's another effect. Like, yeah, you're not able to socialize with people, and that just it's a whole new problem (laughs) growing up i'm pretty sure i learned a lot of that now how to socialize and how to like keep a conversation and things like that yeah i learned about it now because back then i didn't talk to anybody i just went to school like read my books did what i needed to do and then i went back home because i had things to take care of so i didn't like friends 
for what? Like we only talked at school. If we could only be friends at school, we could be friends. Yeah. But if you wanted to like hang out and do all uh, these other extra school. things, yeah, Never. we just couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't be friends. I'm sorry. That's so hard. Yeah. That's hard. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you think this the parents actually notice that that you're really isolating mm-hmm. your child mm-hmm. and like their so. social they, social growth is also important? No, I don't yeah. think they realize. I think they're thinking that they you know they're doing what's best for us. That's their mentality. Because yeah. I, I know my mom has always had this, you know, understanding that. Because I hear, I hear crazy stories that my mom had, like, when she was younger or she was doing. She used to fight a lot. <laughs> she used to fight a lot. And yeah. some other things that I, I've recently learned that she used to do. <laughs> so she was saying how raising us, she was, you know, she was doing what was best for us. And, yeah, there's some things that I am thankful for. Like, there's a lot of people my age now who are like who had kids at such a young age and so my mom was trying to prevent that from for happening to me and of course she had me at such a young age so she didn't want me to deal with the same situation that she went through so those those are kind of things that I am thankful for that you know she was able to you know to help me become a better person but then there's some other things that she inflicted that are kind of hard for me as an adult now yeah so there's some good and bad things I would say yeah. yeah, I think like I I feel like it was they as as long as you were at home, it was fine with them. I don't think they really saw anything bad. And like Maria said, they were just you know what, doing what what they thought was best for you. And in some sense, like a lot of it, I'm not saying like it's all bad. We're not saying like it's horrible growing up as a girl in an African household. But um, there were some, there's good and bad to everything, to every situation and stuff. So I feel like to some point it was like, like, wow, I'm really limited. I'm really closed off and all this other stuff. But in other points, like I wasn't getting into a whole lot of trouble. Like I got into no trouble, honestly. I don't know. I'd never done anything that. Was bad. But if you don't make mistakes, you don't learn. Exactly. So how do you learn about mistakes? I don't know. Mistakes no. and trouble are two separate things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what she tried to say. She never made any mistakes. No. I I don't think I ever made mistakes outside of the house or yeah. like experienced anything outside of the house. Do you think that um, limited you in a way now? Like, yeah. yeah. Now I don't like every everything. And I'm like 23. Everything that I experienced is new to me. Like, going, like, hiking. Like, going to the <laughs> incline. Like, I'm like, or, like, going out of state and doing other other things. I'm like, oh, my God, wow. And I'm 23. I'm like, wow, this is not the age that I should be experiencing <laughs> any of these things. So, yeah, I mean, in some parts, it's like they're doing, like, a protective mechanism thing where they're, like, covering you up. But in other parts, it's like, wow, we're not experiencing anything. Yeah. I feel like African parents should, like, have the mentality of, like, I've taught my daughter or my kids all that I can. And now I should just let let them experience life. Yeah. I feel like that's how it should be. But So, like, at what age would you want the parents to do that? Because, like, your little sister, you're not going to be like, yeah, just go live your life. Mm -mm. (laughs) She's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at what point? <laughs> I feel like 
Hmm. I feel like I want to say like when they're like in their senior year, let's say high school wise, when they're in the senior year of high school or like junior year of high school, they know what they want to do after after you know after high school, what they want to do with their career and how they want their life to turn out. I feel like they sh- the parents, African parents, should start like kind of loosening that hold on them. Even even like even after that, I feel like once a child reaches like that age of you know they 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 want certain things in their life they want to experience like so many things in their life they they how they've made the decision of what they want to do in their lives i feel like then the the african like the the parents should just be like okay and I, I hear you and i understand you then just go live your life i feel i feel like at that age yeah you should let your kids go <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> i don't know do you think this this type of things what like sub- subconsciously feel like you could your family is gonna be like that that's how you're gonna raise your children if you ever have kids I think like, like if I ever when I have kids question is when I have kids um I feel like I would be a little like a little more lenient like I would I would create I feel like what a lot of African parents don't do is create that bond where we can you can communicate with me and I can communicate with you and we can understand each other. I feel like that was like missing for most of my life. So like there's no bond. You tell me to do something and I'm going to that's what I do mm. because I'm the child here, you're the parent. Mm. And um what you do, what you say is what I like what I should listen to. So I think after that um there's no sense of like I can come to you and say I really would like to do this and I'm safe and you've taught me well can I go and do it there's mm. n- not that yeah cuz I could go ask and once you say no like my spirit is brought down so then I don't feel like I need to talk to you about anything I don't feel like I need to tell you anything but I'll still like cuz there are, I feel like in the African also there's some new things that African parents do not know about their kids mm-hmm. yeah they don't they just don't know because why you know, they, they assume they know do you think? yeah they assume they know but i don't think a lot of african parents know exactly what's going on because um everything is so hidden and it's i tell you to do this and you do it kind of thing there's no actual bond there's no like i can come to you and talk to you about anything type of thing mm. so of course there's not going to be any communication of me telling you that i feel this way and that yeah yeah so what can we do to stop this? Mm. Like what advice can you give to these African parents? Hey man, and it we need to do this to stop this. I feel <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of parents should trust, you know, trust their kids. Like you've raised them for so long, you've you've taught them such great values and you've done all that you can. And at some point, you just have to let them be and just let them live their lives. Let them make mistakes and just be there for them if they do make mistakes. For them to know that they can always, you know, if they do make a mistake, that they can come to you and like talk to you about it and you can always be there for them. But don't put them at a, such a like such huge hole to where you just want them to stay at the house and not experience life and not have that opportunity to make mistakes because like you said like how are we supposed to learn if we don't make mistakes yeah so just trust your kids like that you've 
impacted them and you have taught them all that you can and just let them live their lives let them be who they need to be yeah so. yeah i think i like what because um, we went and visited my great aunt in canada and i liked what she said like because she let her kids go like under some circumstances out um of the house at a young age and to live by themselves and what she told us is that once you taught them all these things like you sat them down all these years explained things to them communicated with them and told them this is bad and this is right and this is you know this is what i think and this is and you constantly are communicating with them and trusting them to make the right decisions you know and to learn you know because if you don't if i don't learn at home I'm going to learn out there in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's better that you tell me and either I heed the advice or not than for me to go and learn out there. And, like, it will be a lot worse, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think, and then she just let them go and have their that freedom to make those choices. And she says, you know, if something out there goes wrong, they know to come to me and talk to me. But what I've done is, like, you know, I've, I've... taught you what i can teach you you go out there if you make a mistake it's on you now because i told i told you what i needed to tell Mm -hmm. you and i communicated what i needed to communicate to you so if you do make those mistakes it's it's you you're grown you you gotta you gotta handle that yeah but i'm always here if you need me and i think that's the sort of relationship that a lot of parents not just african parents but a lot of parents should have with their kids definitely so when you say um, let them on their own at a young age, what was that age? It was like 18, 19. 17, 17. Yeah. 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 I know that um, um, Nichelle, the oldest one that auntie had, he left at, at the age of 17. Due to some different circumstances, but he, he left around 17 years old. And um, the second one followed around 18 years old. So they all kind of just left. But then they're coming back home again. Because, I don't know, they've done all they can. <laughs> they traveled, they did everything. So now they're just, like, closer to her, to her. So it's it's nice. They were able to experience a lot of things, and I feel like that's something that um, a lot of parents should do for their kids. Just let them do what they need to do in life. Let them experience what they need to experience in life. If they make mistakes, that's on them. But, yeah. yeah. Like, in America, you find, like, kids, like, they graduate high school and... They go like you know like uh, abroad. Uh, what do you call it? like uh, go to school abroad mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, but they're overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you think an African parent would do? Would no, that? no, <laughs> not not for the girl. If we're still talking about that girl in the African household. Yeah, she's not no. going anywhere. I had a scholarship to go to a different state for college and. I had to like put that aside because they didn't see me going out there and living by myself. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's not. No. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Scholarship. That's 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 huge. You know, yeah. like it's gonna benefit you in life. And that's yeah. one of the. I, I would say that's another effect. You know, that that affected my life actually. Yeah. Giving up a full ride scholarship to this. Um, it was actually Grand Canyon University. That's where I was. That's in Colorado. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's in Arizona. No, it's Arizona, Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now be, seeing Arizona, I mean, I don't like that place. But <laughs> it was a full rest scholarship. Yeah. And it was a really good college, too, that I really wanted to go. But because I would have been there by myself, they didn't, 
didn't accept that. It was not okay with my mom. It wasn't okay with my uncle. Um, so they wanted me to start applying to colleges in Colorado Springs. I wanted I to go to, to New York. So. Yeah. And they said no. Yeah. You can't go. <laughs> Even with being a nurse, yeah. like she's, she, um, I know Christina was applying to like nursing school outside of Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure she would have been accepted to at least one or yeah. two of them. But she talked to Uncle about it, and he was like, "There aren't any nursing school here in Colorado Springs." So it's just like, yeah, yeah. So I think we've been made to settle for things yeah. that are less than what, what we, we what, you what we want, mm-hmm. what we deserve and what we we are capable of. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've had to say no to a lot of stuff because of that. Um let go I've I've let go of a lot of friendships because of that. Because oh, yeah. you can't hang out. If you yeah. can't hang out you can't build a friendship. You yeah. go to school and your friends are all connected because they've hung out mm-hmm. and you just know them at school and that's it. Yeah. So I think that's of like, okay, I keep, well, we can't be friends because of that. Yeah. And then, like, school-wise, I wanted to go to New York. I mean, there's a lot more opportunities, like, opportunities yeah. there in hospitals and the nursing schools there. And you just there's a lot more crazy things to see there medical-wise. But yeah, can't do that. You can't go out by yourself. But I feel like there's also, like, a <laughs> especially me, growing up like that, I have, like, I started creating, like, a, there was, like, a sense of rebellion <laughs> in, <laughs> in me now because I'm, like, I've seen what they do and how they do things, and I'm just, like, like hardly against it. So when they try to tell me to do something and I don't see the reason for that specific thing, there's, like, a sense of rebellious that comes within me, and then I just start rejecting everything that they're saying i'm like if you don't tell me what the why what's the reason for why we have to do this or why i have to you know do it your way then i'm not yeah. I, if i don't see any sense in it i'm not gonna do it so there is a sense of rebellious in me now yeah yeah i don't know it just is i think there's also like some built up anger yeah. i'd say where you're uh. like I'm not allowed to do anything. Like, I'm so mad because look at my other friends have these opportunities where they're traveling and they're in their 20s, they're experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Like, I have friends that are going everywhere where they want to go, like, just experiencing and then come and then going back to, and they're still in school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why can't I do that? Like, why can't I experience life? And then I think there's that resentment sometimes towards them because of that. And then yeah. you're just like, the only way I could get out of here is if I get married. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's a sad way to think to to think that way, but that's exactly what it is. And I feel yeah. like that's what a lot of um, mm-hmm. a lot of African girls, a lot of them that I, some of them that I know, that they are like just in a chase of trying to get married because they want to get out of that household. Yeah. That, you know, that mindset that their family has created for them, like they want to get out and they see that the only way to do that is just get married. Yeah. You can, you can do a different way. Like me, what me and Christina are doing, like getting an education and trying to find a way to get out. But they only see as that that's the only way get married. So then you can get out of that. Can get out of the house. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing all that. I, you know, like, 
I'm an African, so you know, and, and there's some of the things that I, I I wasn't aware of. You know, like I knew that there's a lot of control, and you know, uh, like you guys are saying that you're incapable. The thing that the girls are not incapable, mm-hmm. but fortunately, my family wasn't like that. My my parents were not like that at all. Like they allowed us to do whatever we want. <clears throat> like for me, I left my home when I was 14. But wow. you're also a boy. Yeah, and I, that that was because of my boy. But you know. But really, it's very difficult for a boy to, even an African home, to leave home when you're 14. Mm. But I was also very rebellious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, <can imagine. laughs> you know, but I would go live with my friends, but I come home and eat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, but at the same time, I feel now I understand that the importance of people need to make mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes and I, I learned from them. Yeah, you know, and it made me grow and understand life, and I feel it's. Imp- I think it's important for African parents, especially in America. You know, like we can't just keep keep that tradition from African. Just continue that here, mm-hmm. uh, and there's so much opportunity here for your children that they need to get to. Yeah, but you're just shutting them off from these opportunities. And that's why you moved here to get opportunities for your children. Mm-hmm. You're, you're shutting them out from it. So I think it's important for our, our, our African parents to start considering allowing their children to be free yeah. and to go for these opportunities in America, the opportunities that America offers for them. Mm-hmm. You know, when you don't need to decide for them, they need to decide for themselves. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's needed. Yeah. So Definitely. thank you guys for talking about this in our. Um, Hopefully some African parent will hear this and uh, reconsider their, you know, you know, uh, control and no, I can't be out there by yourself. You die. <laughs> get out of that mindset. Yeah, get out of that mindset and leave. Get the opportunities for your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, bye, everyone. <laughs>